Yo, 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 good morning, good evening, whenever you're listening to this, it's your boy, Big Moves Thomas, here on the Big Moves Thomas show. I'm sorry, it's just, I know it's been so long um, since I've been back, but we are back, and I think we gotta, I don't know how to tell you all this, but, um, wow, wow, just, Look what a competent OC and assistant head coach can do. I mean, the game today, the game last week, it's, it's just, just such a change. First and foremost, shouts out to the Washington Commanders beating the Denver Broncos 35-33, to man. Um, Let's just dive into but we're going to dive into the culture change as well. But let's just dive into the game first. So... Huh. Game opens up. It's not looking good. Okay. Uh we go on uh a three and out. I think I think we moved the ball like one time. We got like two first downs. Which shots out to the enemy for that too. Like very few three and outs. But uh if it, it felt like a three and out the way we got that for first downs. Anyway, got him. Couldn't do anything. Missed a field goal. Joey Slide missed a field goal. Okay. Now, I'm not going to call him Hop, you know, like D- 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 Dustin Hopkins yet or a uh, Chris Blewett, but it was a little like, hey, bro, what's going on, man? You know, what's, what, what, what are we doing here? What are we doing here? Uh, definitely was my question. But that happened. Broncos marched on the field, score touchdown. Then they pick up a fumble touchdown. It is 14 3 at the end of the first quarter. Broncos score again. It's 21-3. We come back with 11 points on that quarter, bringing it up to 21-14. Third quarter comes. I don't know what happened at half. I don't know what fire we let on the ass, what the enemy said, what Rivera said. I don't know what Jack Del talked about to his defense. Because the defense is just blowing with covers. I mean, shouts out to Forbes, but Forbes got lost in space one time. Um... Forrest was playing way too low. Um, and we did the top of the defense. Uh Cam Kerr was just MIA for a little bit. And Percy Butler was just looking lost. Just lost. Front four was getting pressure, but it wasn't quick enough. Went into the locker room during the half, called something. I don't know what he did. I don't know if he put that. If he gave him that special, you know, that special water for Space Jam, whatever happened. But, man, I mean, came out in the second half, bam, scored a touchdown. Kept it quiet for the for the Broncos, only scored three. Then in the fourth quarter, to put a 14 in the fourth quarter, 35 points, y'all. That's the most we scored since 2020, 2019. Oh, that's crazy. That's those are crazy numbers, and we had you know we had that fluke, uh, hail mary, you know, bobbling the ball. We didn't put you know again hail marys. My my biggest thing is never try to catch the ball on a hail mary. Always don't even bat it. Put the ball down on the turf. That's the goal. Put the ball down on the turf. No, no, no smacking it. Take that. Literally force it down. Okay. Force it down like you're trying to put it in a garbage disposal. But, you, you know, uh, we got it done. 
uh, you know, as I've been saying, there's no pictures in that win column. It's just a dub. All right? It's just a dub. We 2-0 for the first time since 2011. Now, I graduated high school, y'all. For the first time since 2011, we're 2-0. And, man, does it feel good. It feels great, man. Brian Robinson, God, I mean, <laughs> just 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 straight, straight amazing out there. I mean, I don't know how to put this. Brian Robinson looked like an NFL top ten running back. He looked to be a running gun running back, and what I mean by that is just a guy who you hand the ball to, your own line gets to working. He'll dance around a little bit, and they get the ball up field. I mean, not really a east-west type of guy. A man only knows north-south. Brian Robinson, 18 carries, 87 yards, averaging 4-8 on the day. Crazy. Gibson, they're going to have him two for nine, but he caught a lot out the backfield for us. He had three catches, 44 yards, for a total of 53 yards, uh, working. Perfect. I'll take that. That's all you want for him. Sam Howell even had two for 13. Curtis Samuel on the end of the round. Woo! 13. I mean, like, the misdirection that we were receiving, we started to give it, and it really showed. Terry had a breakout day today. We see Terry's back. Uh, hopefully that Turto is, um, has ran his course, because he looked good. John Bates, Again, three for 46. He looked good. Um, Adiami Brown, two for three for 25. Decent. Jahan Dawson, three for 22. Decent. We were hitting him early, trying to set up everything. He really got it going. Logan Thomas, two for 22. Prayers up to him. The one that he did get was a touchdown. Amazing play. He took it like a champ. I really hope he comes back. I hope there's nothing major with that concussion. He's worked so hard to get back into the fold. I would hate to see him uh, in, in like this. Uh, the Denver player who had that hit, I, I think he's going to miss some game checks, man. Because I was watching the game last week. He had one, too. That's two head-to-heads you have in two games starting off the season. Uh, yeah, bro, like, like somebody need to tap your pockets. Somebody need to tap your pockets, man. Like that's that's unacceptable. That's truly, truly unacceptable. Like we can't have that, y'all. That's not, that's not good. That's not good. And I don't know, man. I just, I feel like, I feel like this defense is really, really, really doing great things. But really weird starts. And this offense is having weird starts. Like, they stayed consistent throughout the whole game. That's the weird part about this. Like, if you look at it from a stat perspective, they stayed consistent throughout the whole game. They had sacks in every quarter. They had they scored points in every quarter. And they had two takeaways. Overall, it looked like a healthy game on paper. When you watch the game, though, tell me you were not like, man, we... Uh, we are in a rebuild. We can't forget that. And by the way, we still are in the rebuild. I want to make sure y'all know that. We still are in the rebuild. The rebuild is not over. We're still there. It's just we're trying to 
honestly, it looks like we're trying to win now within the rebuild, which I like that approach. I really like that approach. Like, we get it, we're in the rebuild. What can we do right now to be the most successful team that we could be? And I feel like the enemy's really taking that approach. And, he re- and I feel like Ron is letting him take that approach. He's like, hey, if you want to do this, let's go. Also, I'm going to talk about this later, but I can't, I can't stress enough how much change in ownership has given this team new life. Like, we are in we are in the state where we can be proud Commanders fans. No more wearing the bag hats. No more empty seats. Like, when I went to the Arizona game last weekend, yo, we was out there in full effect. I maybe saw six to seven Cardinals fans in the red zone line everywhere I walked, period. People was glad to be back. And the team really is glad to be here. Like, the team is happy. I can tell them boys are going together. Now, let's talk about something that we all have dreamed about. We're never sure what we're going to see today, but we saw the day today. Man, Montez Sweat and Chase Young meeting at the quarterback multiple times through this game. Oh, I mean, it brings me joy to see Chase back, man. Uh, I tweeted this out. Like, I don't think Chase is a bust. I do think he has to learn to stay healthy, which is a thing. Okay, players will talk about it. Everybody, talk to any former player. Talk to players currently if you can. But talk to any former player. If you ever see Brian Mitchell, ask him, how do you how do you stay healthy? He will tell you. There's a, things that you could do. There are ways that you stay healthy throughout the season because you're going to get beat up. You're going to get things and dents along the way. That's the game of football. But, man, I mean. Having Chase back was amazing. Seeing the way that Chase affects defenses is amazing. The way that he affects the offenses is just crazy. Like, the way he affects the defense is, I'm going to say this. And and I say defenses because I I, I want y'all to see this. Chase was so good on his game back. He was such a threat on the field that when we got on offense, we should have opened up the playbook because that because our front was just getting back there so much. So then the defense has got to play back. They can't rush as much as they want to. Don't get me wrong. Randy Gregory did have a little bit of a day. But he couldn't, like they couldn't pin the ears back and go forward. Why? Because they knew that we could open that, that offense. Because why? Could we trusted our defense to get that ball back if needed? Like one hand washes the other hand, people. One hand washes the other. And I'm so happy. I'm so proud to see us playing complimentary football. Where defense picks it up. Offense picks it up. Offense picks it up. The defense picks it up. It was it was beautiful. It was beautiful. Draft picks paying off. I don't know if it, y'all know this. Let's talk about this. Nobody wanted to come here. Okay? Player-wise. Coaches, it's only about so many coaching jobs. You take the opportunity, you can get them. The enemy got his opportunity. Happy he's here. Don't get me wrong. And by the way, everybody's saying that the enemy want to be here. Even I remember JP Finley was saying that. Like, I don't see how there's a way for that. And now, like, I mean, it did happen. Uh, I always had the feeling. If you go back in my podcast, you can always hear me talking about, yo, like, the enemy could be here, and I'm just happy he is now. Um, but having him in the building is such a change, man. It's such a change. To really be able to 
stick to the game plan, which we did. We stuck to the game plan, and wow. I mean, it really did open up, man. I, I just, wow. And then Sam throwing a 50-50 ball to Terry in the end zone is just, yes. Like, that's what you want to see from your franchise quarterback. Yes, we have a franchise quarterback. This man has gone through three starts in the NFL. All of them have meant something, and he is playing lights out through mistakes. Is he perfect? No, but he plays through his mistakes. He's given me real, like, he's he's given me real QB feeling right now. Like, even better than RG3, and, and here's why I say that. When RG3 was winning, I remember the season, we had that great game against the Saints. I was like, wow, this is crazy. Um, and then, you know, kind of went downhill. I believe we were like two and seven. Like, no, excuse me. We were like two and six. And then we won the rest of the games. We went on like a seven game winning winning streak, then went down to the wire, then won that game, and we ended up going uh we went ten and six that year. It was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, like we really had to, you know. We had a comeback. We had a had to get our stuff together. Like it wasn't like the best start, if you will. Um, yeah, that's uh, I don't feel that here. I don't feel that at all. What I do feel here is I do feel that we have a quarterback who finds ways to win. We have a quarterback who can read a defense. We we have a quarterback who they had tape on. They had tape on Howell. He played in the preseason last year. He played a regular season game. There is tape out there on him. And yet, my man's still winning. Yet, he's still able to put up points. He's still able to get hit and come back. He's able to make mistakes and look past them. Excuse me. Understand his mistakes and then learn from them and then move forward. Like, this man is consistently getting better from last week to this week. There's a change. Like that's what you want in a franchise QB. With Robert, what we have is a lot of, you know, RPO. It was cool for 2012. It's made a comeback. You can't base the offense off of it. And Shanahan knew that. But he knew, but also Kyle knew, hey, man, that's that's kind of what this dude can do. He can't read the defense. He can read the linebacker. Let me just, let me, let me try this. So now we have Eric Enemy, one of the best offensive minds in the game, who has to prove himself by coming to Lolio, Washington. And he's doing that. And. I think we all see the writing on the wall. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm not sure if Ron's going to be here another two years. So, what do you do? You go get talent and coach him up and have him coach your team. And we're feeling that now, man. We're feeling that now, man. We're feeling that. We're seeing him prove himself over and over and over again. 
through the preseason, practicing hard. And I don't mean just collisions, but the like the pace of practice was crazy. Every commentator said that. Even I myself saw that out there when I went. I mean, practice wasn't a patty cake. Hey, the fans are here. Let's put on a little something. No. Dudes was moving around. One drill, cool. Next drill, cool. Next drill, cool. Clock is moving. Let's go. The enemy going from the offense to the defense. Special team, seeing what's going on. Talking to everybody. Hell, I, I saw Ron like two times walking around. And, and like It wasn't like he was doing that much coaching from, from my side, from what I could see. Again, it's my perspective. All right. He looked like a man that was uh, in charge, upper management. But you know, not you know, not not in the trenches. It was all good because it's looking nice. The enemy's learning on the fly. Del Rio and the enemy are doing something together. Cause Del Rio boys are hunting. He got some dogs out there. He got some dogs out there, man. And the scene has all come together, man. This is com- I can't say this. Complimentary football. We haven't had this in years. The best teams in the league have this. This is complimentary football. Our targets are paying off. Jahan's paying off. McCorn's paying off. Even Dayami's getting there. The, the Bates, Turner, Thomas, all caught passes today. Yo, you want to talk about spreading up, up, like the ball around? Let's talk about who, who caught passes. Antonio Gibson, Dayami Brown, Brian Robinson, Terry McLaurin. Curtis Samuels, Jahan Dotson, Kevin Pringle, Logan Thomas, John Bates, Cole Turner. That's 10 different people that caught passes. 10 different in one game. Come on. This isn't a mistake, y'all. This isn't a mistake. This is looking really good. I'm sorry, I said Kevin Pringle. It was Byron Pringle. My apologies, y'all. But this isn't a mistake. And also, all of them had multiple catches except for Byron. Come on. This is somebody who is spreading the ball around. This is what it looks like, man. This is what success looks like. Well, y'all need to be happy. Y'all need to be happy out there. Yes, I'm telling y'all how to feel. Y'all need to be happy. We have a competent OC. We have a competent quarterback. Do y'all know what those two things do? We have a top 10 defensive coordinator. Do you know what those three things do? We have receivers. We have running backs. Like, y'all, we really are decent at everything right now. This season is only looking up. Like, I am so happy. Like I said, even if we go two and what? We got a 17-game season. Even if we go two and 15, I promise y'all it won't look worse than last year. Even at two and 15, I know that sounds crazy. Because the way that we are building – we're getting this done. We're learning week to week, man. Last week was 20 points. This week is 35. We scored 55 points in two games. That is crazy. That is good. 
We are putting up some decent numbers, y'all. 388 yards of total offense. 266 in the air, 122 on the ground. Averaging 5.9 out of play. That's good. Those are good numbers. Now, we do need to work on that third down efficiency. A fourth down efficiency, one of one. All right. Sacks allowed, four sacks still. That does fall still on how. A couple times he's held that ball way too long. We've seen it. Also, you know, this comes with learning. He has to, he has to fill that pocket. As JP, as B Mitchell said, he gotta, he gotta make love to the pocket. Right now, he just dating her. He just dating the pocket. He trying to treat like a tender hookup. It's like, nah, 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 my boy. I need you to make love to that young man. That's your wife right there. That's your wife right there, bro. You gotta make love to that pocket. And he gonna learn that. He gonna learn that. Like time of possession, 33 minutes and 45 seconds. Great job. Great job. Like winning that time of possession battle, even we were down for so long, come on. That's how you win games, man. I'm happy. I'm happy. Now, let's talk about the off-the-field stuff that made us get back here. By the way, I'm so happy to be back, man. So happy to be back talking to y'all, man. Thank you very much for giving me the support. Um... Y'all, the sale of the team with Mitch Rails, Magic, Josh, that sale has changed the culture of the team. Now, the owners don't need to be front and center every week. You know, they've been they've been shaking hands, kissing babies for a while. Now, you know, as they're supposed to cause, because they got to win back trust, let's be honest. We had no trust in front in former ownership. Nothing to be there. I didn't go to a whole game last season because of that. Experience was dog. It was dog. It was nasty. Uh, and they fixed that this year. They fixed that with the fan experience. They fixed that with buying beers. They fixed that with opening up the red zone lot early. And when they open it, they give fans opportunity to to. To pretty much self-regulate. Again, I'm not saying it's a free-for-all, but, you know, just don't be an idiot you, and you're going to be good out there. Their their staff is more welcoming. People telling you enjoy the game when you walk in. Pe- like, a security was hyping us up on the way in. It was like, come on, y'all. Hope y'all ready for this. Like, come on now. Like, yeah. I was sitting in the club level. Just looks nicer. Painted the walls. Seats are good. Like, like they really have made it to be an enjoyable place. They said, y'all handle on the field. We're going to handle off the field. And then Magic even said this week, hey, I'm going to start handling recruiting. Why? Because no matter what sport Magic does, Magic is an athlete. Magic was the best in the world at his time. Let's not forget that. He was the best in the world in his sport at the time when he played. Magic Johnson was the number one player in the NBA when he played. 
Magic was arguably the the first world-renowned athlete that we know that played in the sports league. Like, come on. For goodness sake, nobody even called him man Irvin because he magic. And nobody forgets him. Ask Jordan about him. And we consider Jordan the best. Ask Jordan about magic. See what he's going to say. Come on. All that man does is win. Ask LeBron about magic. Like, come on. But all this man does is put together champion, just championship quality teams. Did it with the Dodgers. Did it with the Lakers. Now he's on to the NFL. What do you think he's going to do? On top of that, let's not joke. You know, the NFL is a is a majority black league now, bro. Let's, let's give it a buck. When it comes to recruiting, you recruiting people a little younger than me. Like, you know, I'm 29, so I'm the people my age are in their prime of their sport of their sport uh life, if you will. So he's going a little bit younger, right? Let's say you're going uh 24, 25. Heck, it's some people my age. He's, he's probably recruiting as well when we talk about free, free agency. What do you think they say when, like, he get on the phone and want to have a meeting with Aaron Donald? He get on the phone, he want to have a meeting with, I don't know, let's say, who's up? Chris Jones. Let's say he gets on the phone, you know, or wants to have a meeting with the, Ah, man, who's up for a contract? Maybe Tyreek Hill? Huh? And now, they going back to their parents like, y'all, yo, uh, I got a meeting with Magic. Yeah, you going to take that. Yeah, you going to take that. Are your mom and dad going to tell you, are you going to take that? And that's just the effect. That's, that's just one of the ways. Let's talk about even from my ownership level. They know what he did. They know what he can do. He already knows how to work the numbers. He's been in major sports all his life. He knows how to work the numbers. The guy's not dumb. He's incredibly intelligent. And that's just your front man. Josh Harris been working numbers up in Philly. Been working numbers up in Philly. He got Joel Embiid to come down here. Oh, let's not play with the man. Come on. Like, like he know how to run the second biggest league in America. He knows how that runs. He knows how that runs. Hey, this is number one. Come on. We're talking about with true money people here. True people who can see the game of sports entertainment and know how to work it. That's something that Snyder never had. Snyder never made his money in sports. He, he just brought a team. And you're seeing that, honestly, you're seeing that in Denver with the Waltons. You know, got money, but, you know, like, you got to learn how to run this thing. Hell, even Jerry Jones had to, had to learn how to run this thing. Now we got people who, who who know how to run this thing. They're a different animal and the same beast, R.I.P. Kobe. 
I said, man, this is just, just, it feels so great out here right now, man. It feels great. Sorry for the sniffle. It feels great. It feels like we know what we're doing. It feels like the team wants to get the fans back. It feels like they're trying to prove to the fans, see, y'all got to come back. Here's why. We out here rooting for you. Uh, we out here showing you the product that you want. Uh, we're out here showing you that we can win games. We're out here showing you that we're putting money, $40 million into a stadium that we know we're going to move on from. But we're just trying to get you back, man. Let's have a conversation. I really appreciate that. And if it sounds like I'm dick riding, yo, shut up. Like, this is like, this is sports. Like, this is sports in D.C. We haven't had this. We haven't. Honestly, I want to watch the post game tonight. I couldn't. Ted Leonis brought NBC Sports Washington and turned it into monumental sports. And it's, it's something about, like, the Hershey Bears on there. Shouts out to them, man. They probably create people. I don't buy it. It's football season. Football's king. Where's my post game? And you know what they did? They said, hey, look, nobody picked up this post game. We're going to do it. Put it on YouTube. Get the word out there. We back up. Shouts out Stringer Bell. Like, yo, just, ah, I love it, man. Speak about love of things, man. I love y'all. Thank you very much for the support, y'all. And as we end the podcast today, please give me a like on this podcast. Subscribe to this podcast. Get my numbers back up. I know I haven't been out there for a while, y'all, and I apologize for that, but get me back up out there. We really can do this. Before uh, I went on my hiatus, I was getting around, I just want to let y'all know, I was getting around three to 500 listeners a week. So y'all really were supporting the boy, and I want to thank y'all so much for that. Because I'm doing this as so a one-person show. Now I'm doing this as a two-person show, actually. I got a lovely wife who helps me with everything. But please, y'all, again, we 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 just need the help. We need the love. We need the support. And that comes from y'all listening to the podcast. So share this out. Make sure we get this out. I'm going to be up as much as I can. I'm going to at least give y'all one a week. If not, I'm going to give y'all two. Okay? I really appreciate y'all. I love one. I love y'all. Cherish one another. Enjoy y'all week. Enjoy Victory Monday. We out. I'm going to holler at y'all on the next one. Peace.